Hi, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of More Coffee, Please. I'm your girl, Marlena. And today I am here with a special guest, my sister, Jojo, Joanna. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure what you want to go by. (laughs) We'll go with Joanna. Joanna. Okay. Yeah. So um, first off, I just want to say thank you for taking the time to come on my podcast. And secondly, thank you for always supporting me. I really appreciate you and, you know, all the help you've given me throughout these last couple of weeks trying to get my life together. Um, you're, you're, you're the goat. <laughs> of course, of course. That is what I'm here for. <laughs> yeah. So as you know, I am trying to like figure out um, my whole brand and it just kind of put me in a place where I'm like thinking about my life. <laughs> At 34 years old, I'm barely thinking about that. I don't ask me why. But it's a, it just kind of like triggered this thought of like my whole life I've gone through not knowing what it is I wanted to do, right? Like mm-hmm. I feel like I get that from dad because I like to try a million and one things. Yeah. And it's like a jack of all trades. <laughs> but then I also feel like que todo le tiro y nada le pego. Nothing sticks, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm just like, okay, I can't keep going from thing to thing to thing. Like I need to commit to something. And mm-hmm. my podcast has been <laughs> what it is that I'm trying to commit to as of late. Yeah. Um. So I'm trying to figure out like what it is I want my purpose for the podcast to be, which is always to like empower other people and to like, especially women. And I feel like focus on the women that don't know what we're doing. Like, you know, we're still trying to figure it out. Mm-hmm. And I feel like being older, like it's kind of seen as oh by this time you should already have your shit together at this point in time you should already have your life the way it should be planned out or whatever you know like Mm -hmm. there's always it's already supposed to be in like society and the way things are like calculated with everybody else like you're supposed to know what you're supposed to do you know what I'm saying at this point I thought I was gonna have my own house like an apartment at least and I'm still living at home so I understand yeah see so and it's just kind of like I'm trying to like narrow down what it is I want to do mm-hmm. and how I want to accomplish that and like what it is that I really want to get across when I do my podcast. So mm-hmm. it's kind of like trying to figure out, you know, how like everybody has their own niche of what they want to do in what um, like category, I guess. But you don't think so. Like I don't I have know. that. And, like, like the subject or their topics or. Yeah, and main goal of what they're are you talking about? Yeah, so what everything, girl? (laughs) (laughs) My whole life is in shambles. I'm trying to figure it all out, (laughs) but like I'm trying to focus on the podcast, like portion of it. But it just kind of makes me think about like my life in general. Like, I've always been like this, even when I was in middle school, and like people would ask me, Oh, what are you gonna do when you grow up? or What are you gonna do? Like, what are your plans for college? or What do you want to do? And I just never knew. I never, mm-hmm. I just knew I love to do a lot of things. I like to help people. I like to plan things. I like to have control of stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah. You know, so it's just kind of like trying to figure out how I can help using mm-hmm. all the things that I love to do. And I'm trying to right now really focus on like, like the purpose of the podcast and it just kind of made me feel because I am doing a lot of research as in what being a Latina podcaster, being a 
mom podcaster, being a stepmom podcaster. It's like everybody has a category that they fit into, but I don't feel like I fit into any category. So mm-hmm. I am kind of like trying to figure out the, how can I put it? Como, how to narrow my likes into one thing to help. But that's kind of why I was talking to you about like, not being sure or not being like being too not feeling comfortable in the role of being considered a Latina podcaster because I Mm -hmm. feel like being considered a Latina podcaster like I'm not Mexican enough for that (laughs) and I'm not like like I, I don't know it's just like the weirdest place to be like do you ever experience that like when you don't I mean I don't fit into any category yeah so kind of going back to what you were saying about not knowing what you want to do, like when I first got out of high school, I wanted to be a therapist. Going into college, I decided to be a counselor. Now that I'm finishing up my my last semester at in college, I got a new job as um, an after school tutor and I really enjoy hanging out with these little kids, you know? So mm-hmm. it's like now that I'm trying to decide that I have to decide that I'm going to graduate soon what it is that I want to do, what my career is, I have no idea. It's so hard. Exactly. And it's like, the thing is, why is it that it has to be one thing? Yes. Like, I, I hear you talking about all these things that you like to do. And what I'm thinking is your, your, um, your format is a podcast, but your podcast can include so many things. Like, you want to help people out, but I don't think you should limit yourself to what it is or what how you want to help people out, if that makes sense. Yeah, and and I think that's like one of my biggest things with the podcast is that that's what I want to encourage other people to do is mm-hmm. to not like settle on just one thing and to be okay mm-hmm. with not having a niche and to be okay with like not knowing exactly what your next move is going to be because that's what I experienced but it's so yeah. hard because that is what I'm going through and that is what I'm experiencing how do I help somebody else yeah navigate that when I'm still trying to figure it out you get what I'm mm-hmm. saying so it, it's just kind of like trying to help in a in a way that is actually helpful to other people and yeah. not just kind of like yo I don't know what I'm doing we're just here <laughs> like yeah I mean, I understand completely, but it's like some people learn different ways, you know, like some people are going to find help in you figuring it out as you go. Other people kind of like need this self-help book that's already explaining everything. Mm -hmm. Other people, you know, are kind of in this journey with you. So, yeah. And I think it's kind of like I've tried. I'm all for like learning new things and I love learning Mm -hmm. new things. Um, But I, I noticed that I'm like very I need to see it. I like if I can't read a book, I can't get it mm-hmm. out of a textbook because I will read that book from top to bottom and I will not be able to tell you exactly what's in there. I don't I wouldn't even know because my brain, the way it works, I have to read out loud. Uh-huh. So that's one. So I can't read like a textbook <laughs> because it just won't stick in my head. Yeah. And I've never been able to keep like things in my head that I read out of a book. I have to I'm more hands on. Yeah. I'm like visual learner. Um and it's just kind of like going through the process of, am I going to be good enough to help people? And then, you know, that self-doubt kind of kicks in mm-hmm. of like, am I even doing this right? Like, how is this going to be helpful to anybody else? And one of the things like that I learned from the 
from that um, summit that I went to a couple of weeks ago is like yeah. having control of your time. And I think that's another thing with me is that I have so many things going on that I lose track of time. And then I get so exhausted mentally, emotionally, that I'm just like, I'm just going to sit here and not do anything. <laughs> Like you're done, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, okay, I'm I'm over it. Like, I need a break for today. And then I kind of feel bad because I'm just like, okay, I'm just wasting time. Like mm-hmm. I don't know. It's, it's, it's like just you want to a... take a break for yourself, but you have all these things that you have to do. So it's like yes. you start to feel guilty that you're not doing what you thought you were supposed to be doing. Exactly. So I'm trying to figure it out and I'm trying to understand like myself and like really go like deeper into my thoughts and like what I really want and Like, I don't know, like trying to create a format, trying to create something out of my feelings and my thoughts. Mm -hmm. And it's very difficult because nobody really talks about that. Nobody really talks about those struggles of like how all these millions of thoughts came to be one thing. Yeah. Or yeah, like they just kind of like go from A to Z and now everything's perfect and we have a great business and it's successful and we have mm-hmm. so many people interacting and you know it's just kind of like that's not the reality yeah it's <laughs> like then... backstage pass is not perfect yeah so I'm just kind of like trying to figure it out as I go and mm-hmm. really trying to like dig deep and like really like analyze what it is I want and how I want to get there and Mm -hmm. but I am struggling right now with identity and I feel like I struggle with identity when it comes to my race I struggle with identity like in my family unit and I struggle with like identity in my relationships and friendships and I'm trying to one do what's best for me and what makes me happy and what keeps me sane um And two, I really want to like invest in relationships and family and grow those relationships because I think sometimes we just get so comfortable with like the people in our lives that they're always quote unquote going to be there for us. And I feel like that doesn't really grow those relationships as well. So it's kind of trying to figure out how to maneuver life. And I don't know. I don't know how to do it. (laughs) Oh, yeah, definitely. It's just, it's been, it's been a struggle and I'm trying to, I feel like there's so many different directions that I want to go and there's so many things that I want to accomplish and there's so many people that I want to like spend my time with and do stuff for. And then I also want to take care of me and make sure that I'm putting myself first and taking care of my mental health. And yeah, it's just a lot. Yeah, it's the conundrum. It's like helping other people and helping yourself yeah and like with my therapist we've been talking about like I can't fill somebody else's cup if my cup's empty and Mm -hmm. they use all these big like things to describe these situations and I'm like I I know that but how do I put this into effect (laughs) how do I do it that's the problem yeah give me an example I can use in my life (laughs) yeah exactly so I'm like trying to figure it out and I'm just like I, I know this and it, a lot of like the homework that they give me or, or like my therapist would, well, one of my therapists before I moved to a different one, cause she was just doing too much. She was mm-hmm. just giving me like a lot of homework. Like I need you to take time and write in your journal every single night. And I need you to make these lists. And I'm like, dude, I don't have time for anything. You want to add <laughs> stuff to my plate? 
Yeah. Like, you want to make me do more stuff? I'm, t- I'm trying to tell you that I don't have time for myself now. <laughs> You're giving me homework. Like, what is this? That relationship didn't last. <laughs> oh, yeah. It didn't make it last day one. Yeah, because it's just like, it's it's hard. Life is hard. Adulting is hard. Mm-hmm. And maintaining relationships is hard. And growing a brand is hard and I don't feel like people really show that. I don't feel like the struggles are really out there. And that's kind of one thing that I did want to focus on is like showing the struggles, showing the ups and downs, showing the days like where I can't do anything or showing the, you know, I don't know. It's just like showing the struggles and I, I get tired of being on social media and they just post they don't show like the real stuff that's happening yeah yeah like they don't show that they were just about to choke each other out right before they (laughs) took that picture (laughs) or how many pictures they had to take to get the perfect one exactly (laughs) and it's just like like that's not the reality of what the what it really is Mm -hmm. and it's kind of like I want to really embrace that part of it because I feel like the struggle is what makes the positive outcome so worth it because you know that you overcame all these issues Mm -hmm. and you might not be at the top of your game or on top of everybody else or whatever the most watched the most heard the most whatever but you are successful enough for you yeah you're proving it to yourself and I think the more you can prove it to yourself the more you're gonna want to strive for more because sometimes if you feel like you're letting yourself down, like I'm sure you've had those moments where you're like, I'm not doing what I thought I was going to be at this point. And you're like, what am I doing with my life? Like you're just sitting there, like not feeling sorry for yourself, but you're just like wanting to give up. But yeah. of course, like you said, all of this struggle makes those highs worth it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. and And it's kind of like, I don't like I do feel sometimes that I do get really overwhelmed and I get overstimulated and I just like I'm very the type of person I am I think I'm very like I love like love being around my kids and I love being around my partner and I love family time and hanging out with people but then I also really really love my time like mm-hmm. if I get over if I get overstimulated I'm just like uh, I need a break like it's just too much and it's hard to find that balance when you want to be there for those that you love and you want to show up and you want to do everything that you know be involved in everything that's going on but then you're also trying to like not go crazy and not lose your shit and not flash on people so you have to like step back (laughs) it's like you're burning yourself out trying to fulfill all of these roles that you have yeah so yes definitely (laughs) and it's hard like I don't get how people just I, I don't understand how people can just show all this positive like that just just thinking about like the the background of it like I know that can't be healthy. I know that can't like be good for your mental health. Like just to constantly be showing these positive things and Mm -hmm. how great your life is and all these places you're traveling to. Like, 
I, I would think that that would be stressful in itself. Like yeah. <laughs> trying to, you know, create or show this perfect life. Perfect life. Mm-hmm. And it's a struggle. Like I, <laughs> I don't even post that much, but when I do, I'm just like, okay, this isn't the reality. You guys are driving me crazy. Yeah. Like go away. <laughs> even now, it, like, not even just like posting like, like a business or like a success of whatever, but it's like even like an individual's life. It's like, let's say you want to get the perfect picture, you want to look good, you want to look skinny, you want to have a big butt, and you're trying to do these angles, and it's like, this is hard work, man. Like, I'm busting a sweat trying to get these cute pictures, and it's like, at the end of the day, out of, like, 20, I don't pick a single one, and I'm like, you know what? Yeah. Maybe next week. Yeah. I know, and and for me, I with that, I've been struggling a lot because in the last, like, I want to say since I moved to Oakland, I started having, like the worst health problems I've ever experienced mm-hmm. in my life. And then, you know, how like right before I moved to Oakland, I had lost hella weight and yeah. I was like feeling myself. I was traveling. I was living my best life, my best mm-hmm. single life. And then I moved to <laughs> Oakland and God said, okay, you got to sit your ass at home because this isn't, <laughs> <laughs> this isn't good. You need to stay home. And I got so sick. I ended up gaining so much weight because of all the medication and the steroids I was on. Like my health just went to shit and I've been struggling to get back to the place where I was feeling good and I was feeling comfortable and I was like happy in my own skin. And like right now I feel like I am trying to get myself to like a mental space where I am happy with me the way I am because I feel like I struggle with that a lot. And I try really hard to like eat healthy and work out and do this, that and the other. But I know that the medications that I'm constantly on aren't helping. So no matter what I do, I can go on a strictest diet. And because I have PCOS too, like I can be on a strictest diet. I can like not eat the junk food. I can like do all these things by the book and I wouldn't lose any weight. So (laughs) it's hard. It's like trying to balance life in general and be comfortable like taking pictures of myself and Mm -hmm. like this is me and I have to be okay with me Mm -hmm. and get into that mental space it's not easy it's not easy to feel comfortable and I'm trying like this year I said okay whether or not I feel comfortable I'm gonna try to like put myself out there I'm going to take more pictures. I'm going to dress up more. Maybe that'll help me feel better. I'm going to start doing my makeup because I was literally living out of a box with makeup ever since I moved to Oakland. And that's so different for me from going from when I had my own room, makeup room, to like Mm -hmm. living out of a little pouch. And I have like two, three-year-old makeup in there. You're like going into shock. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I'm like, what's going on here? Like, this isn't my life. Like, this isn't what I'm used to. Yeah, it's a whole change. It's a whole shift for you. Yeah. And then just going from like, not only my health, but then like going into mom mode and then Mm -hmm. going from like having my kids only half of a week, three to four days a week, go having them now like full time. And they're constantly like, attached to my butt like it's it's hard to like have the mom life trying to take care of myself trying to feel good about what I'm wearing trying to feel comfortable in my clothes and I went through a period of time where I wasn't even buying myself clothes like literally lived in PJs and the Mm -hmm. pandemic didn't help (laughs) because for sure I was in PJs and my scrubs like literally that's all I had so I'm like 
Oh, okay. I need to, I need to act my age. (laughs) (laughs) I need to be an adult (laughs) and get myself a couple of decent pairs of clothes, something like something different other than my Crocs and my scrubs. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Because it's, it's just kind of sad in my closet. Like, Oh, yeah. And it's like, it kind of, how do you say it's like, not only are you having these like issues with your self-esteem and your identity, like a shift between who you were and who you are now, but it's like the way you look at yourself and the way that you're dressing yourself also affects your mindset. Like I had a um, somebody once tell me like, just fake it till you make it, you know, like, mm-hmm. like um, creating this for yourself like like you were saying like it was time for you to get new clothes buy something a little bit decent it's like you might not feel like you're the best out there but at least you're trying for yourself you know you're making yourself feel a little bit better um even though you still might not be like 100 percent perfect you know mm-hmm. and i think yeah. that sometimes it's like getting yourself out of this day-to-day routine of of um or getting yourself out of this place where you feel stuck, I think is something that's really important. Because like you said, it could be a simple change of clothes that make you feel a little bit better. And I think that's yeah. just, it's important to a lot of people. Yeah, for sure. Because it, it's, I, I think, I think when I was like really going through it, the more like just kind of thinking back and like really, thinking about the different situations, how I felt at certain times when I was dealing with depression, my anxiety, I felt like a lot of these things were peaked by my situations or like my surroundings or, mm-hmm. you know, my health and gaining the weight and feeling depressed. Like here I am again, like what the beep, like, you know, like mm-hmm. I, I worked so hard and I didn't even have to stuff my face to gain all this weight back like literally taking medication and I started plumping up and it's just like it's frustrating it's hard it's depressing it's like why like damn it I just want to be skinny (laughs) (laughs) don't we all (laughs) it's just like and then I got to a place where I'm like okay maybe I don't want to be skinny but at least I want to feel good you know like I get so winded and then because of my asthma flare-ups and stuff like that I'm like damn I can't even walk up these stairs without feeling like I'm about to have a heart attack like yeah I need we need to get it together (laughs) (laughs) so I'm like really focusing on finding the purpose for the podcast this year I want to invest in myself invest in my podcast and invest in um trying to grow my self-esteem trying to be consistent with myself whatever it is I I do whether it's just going for a walk or you know joining the gym again or whatever it is that I do not necessarily to be skinny but to like feel good in my skin which is what I I really miss yeah definitely I think it's way better and I don't want to like knock people down but it's like I feel like the first step is feeling comfortable in your own skin. Like some people have these outrageous goals like, oh, I want to lose uh, 150 pounds and I want to have my butt big and, you know, but it's like, if you don't feel good about yourself, 
you're never going to reach these goals that you have for yourself. Like mm-hmm. you're, you're, how do I say, not overestimating, but it's like you're, re- you're setting these goals so high that when you fail them, you're going to go lower than what you were before. And that's yeah. like really unhealthy, you know? So it's mm-hmm. like, do something small first. And when you feel like you've overcome that, do something a little bit bigger. And then you overcome that and you do something a little bit bigger. And then you'll end up reaching all these goals that you once like put you in a, that once put you in a deeper hole because you could never reach. Yeah. I think those unrealistic goals can really, really hurt Mm -hmm. in the long run. Is there anything that you do like to help you with like self-esteem or like to make you feel better when you're going through it? Like, cause like I can like for reals for reals this year I really sat down and just like thought about the last couple of years I kept my mirror downstairs and I like my body mirror and I Uh wouldn't even look at myself like I literally would have stuff hanging up on my mirror so I wouldn't look at it and Mm -hmm. I did it like without really thinking about it but then now like yeah and then now like thinking about it now I'm just like damn I I really I feel like I missed out on so much of my life in the last mm-hmm. three years because I wouldn't take pictures with the kids. Like if I did, it wouldn't be something that I would post online. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't take pictures of myself. I wouldn't take pictures of like, I just didn't feel comfortable. And and I was doing these things to like, not necessarily sabotage myself, but to, I don't, I don't even know how I would describe that. Like I was doing these things to stop myself from seeing myself for yeah. who I am. So I don't, I feel like I lost myself in a big way in those last couple of years. And not only with my health and my like physical appearance, but then I also being in the role that I'm in and things changing constantly. And then situations with the kids, situations with my partner, it's just like, I lost myself completely. Mm-hmm. And thinking back, like I, I, I'm worthy enough to be seen. I'm worthy enough to be heard. I, mm-hmm. I'm i worthy enough to have successes. So I I just, I can't. I, I refuse to put myself through another year of that. And if I'm to be the size I am for the rest of my life, okay, God, I accept it. Let me be okay with it. You know, mm-hmm. like, let me be comfortable in my skin. Let me be happy with who I am. And that's my goal for this year is to find my happiness within myself. And I'm I'm doing little things. Like I started buying more makeup. I'm like looking into more clothing, just things that make me feel good. Um, before I gained the weight, I was like, you know, I was doing uh, YouTube in the past and that really made me happy. And yeah. I want to get back to that. So like, what is it that you do for like to feel better or to like, when you are going through those ruts and you know, you're struggling, like what type of things do you do to try to help yourself feel better or, you know, get yourself out of that space? Yeah, totally. So I think one of the, again, I'm going to say this again, and it's not like to say that, like pretend that like you're not going through this whole situation. But again, somebody once told me like fake it till you make it. And it's not to say like fake this big happy life, you know, until you actually get there. But it's like, for me, I took it as like, find ways, find these little ways 
in your life or take one moment of your entire day that you can change it around. Or like, let's say, let's say I'm not feeling happy or let's say I wake up in this terrible mood and that's how I spend my whole day. But if I put on a, a little fake smile for like at least when I'm out at a store, you know, you have these interactions with people like outside of this space that you're in and it's like, you see it like a happy person and you're like, they make you feel a little bit better. Like there was, I used to work in retail and I hated this job that I was at, that it would always find these little things like, you know, a coworker that's always like happy and like, I wonder why they're so happy. And you start like talking to this person and they kind of like rub off on you. And you're mm -hmm. like, you know what, for you today, I'm going to try, you know, or let's say, there are certain things that there's certain goals that I'm not reaching and I'll have like a check-in moment with a friend and like you know what like for like to have these conversations with people it kind of makes me hold myself a little bit more accountable like like yeah I am having like a struggle with how I see myself like yeah I am having like trouble with my weight I'm having trouble with being happy all the time i'm having trouble with whatever it is but i think one the connections that you're making with people certain people help you feel a little bit happier there's things that you learn from people about even how they see themselves or how they how they change one little part of their mindset that kind of makes an impact on a lot of things that they think about mm -hmm. and then i have like these little mantras like kind of like fake it till you make it like it's not a bad it's not a bad month, it's not a bad week, it's just a bad day, you know? Like, mm -hmm. I'm trying to minimize how how big this bad mood or this bad effect is. Because if I wake up like this every day, I know that I'm going to be miserable for the rest of my life. And I don't want to be like that the rest of my life. Like, I, I like cracking jokes, I like laughing, I like spending time with my friends, and I don't want to... I don't want to stay in this spot forever where I don't feel like going out. I don't feel like talking to nobody. I don't want to look at anything. I don't want to watch happy movies. Like, I don't want to talk about relationships because it's like, it, but a lot of stuff can make an impact. Like you said, like mental health is a big issue, you know, like mm -hmm. all of these things that are going in your life are affecting your mental health. They're affecting your body. And it's like, the thing is to, try to change things for yourself not for anybody else because if you're trying to change things for everybody else you're never going to be happy you know mm -hmm. and that's kind of that's also kind of that what i live by too is like i'm doing this for me i'm doing this one day at a time and i have faith and i have this big hope that one day things are going to change one day i'm going to be happy one day things are going to be successful for me one day i'm going to have everything that I wish for and even things that I didn't think I could get or achieve. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, that, and that's good because I feel like we, I guess for me in this stage that I'm in, I overthink a lot of things and I've always mm -hmm. been like that ever since I was little. Like I overthink everything, like the worst case scenario, I'm thinking about it. Like the house is going to burn down. I'm not going to get out on time type of thing. Thinking yeah. about it. It's not good. <laughs> so 
<clears throat> I've always been like an overthinker. And then I'm always like super cautious when it comes to certain situations. And I think that's also why I stopped like really posting pictures and videos and mm-hmm. like getting out of the house just because I didn't want to deal with like society. I didn't want to deal with like the kids, other family. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't want to deal with anything that was going to like interfere into my mental health and how I'm yeah. feeling. And, but it's hard. Like, I don't want to live like that. I don't want to live in myself. I don't want to not do something because I'm afraid. I don't mm-hmm. want to live by fear. I want to try and I want to go out and I want to put myself in like around other people. And then I struggle with like friendships and stuff because mm-hmm. I moved two and a half hours away. So I don't have any friends out here and trust is like a big thing for me because Definitely. I have so many like special pieces in my life that it's very hard for me to trust other people with my whole everything's <laughs> like it's hard for me to just open up and you know share what I'm going through and and share like have that personal connection with somebody yeah one-on-one just because I feel like I have to protect my kids and I have to protect my relationship and I have to protect myself and judgment and dealing with like what people think about me how they feel about my situation and it's just like you don't care for that you know (laughs) sometimes I just want to vent just listen that's it like I don't want nothing else I just need you to hear me talk and just be like "Mm, I see (laughs) (laughs) that's all I'm really asking for and it's hard like making new friendships as an adult is extremely difficult. And, you know, a lot of people are already set in their ways. A lot of people already have like their really close clique of friends and their close little unit. And there's these relationships that have already been established. So to create new relationships and friendships at 34 years old as a stepmom without biological children, like I always feel like I'm trying to find my place. And I'm trying to find where I belong and I'm trying to find where I fit in. And it's just like a constant thing that I I like, I hate living like that. that Yeah. And I go through that so much that I'm just kind of like, okay, well, how do I get myself out of thinking about this stuff? Or how do I move past this to be able to allow other people into my life, to be able to open up to people, to be able to create friendships and to be able to create like new experiences for myself. Like how, how do I get to myself to that place where I am okay? So it's hard. And I'm really like, I understand like me, I'm the same way with you, but I don't trust anybody. Like the friends that I have, they've been friends for years. There's only one person that I've let into like my close circle and she's not even that far into the circle. And it's like, like you said, like you're protecting yourself and like it's hard when you're older to make these new friends because again, you're considering all these things that they can judge you for, that they can get themselves involved in your life and give you the opinions that you don't want. But I feel like to truly want or not to truly want, but to truly have these new friendships and these new connections, I just think it's practice, really. It's like you have to practice. You have to practice opening up little by little. You have to practice being welcoming. You have to practice um, 
feeling comfortable maybe not going deep into detail about your kids but talking about your kids you know because like they say practice the more you practice the more something becomes um a habit you know the more you feel mm -hmm. comfortable with it and of course having this feeling of not always being trusting isn't bad but like you said it does make an impact on your your relationships and i think yeah. that i think that you should feel you should create a space where you feel um or create a routine where you feel like you can create more friendships but also keep this part of yourself that isn't trusting because like we all know you can't trust everybody with everything you know mm -hmm. yeah and like i'm trying to i felt like i i was doing a, a lot of that also with like anthony i wouldn't for the longest time i would <laughs> i called him the mister i still call him the mister but like i wouldn't mm -hmm. claim him as mine <laughs> because i'm just like i don't need you to <laughs> fuck up on me and then <laughs> yeah and then you know i have to like explain myself i just got out of what this happened? divorce i'm with the person i dated go? over 10 yeah. years ago yeah 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 <laughs> so i i kept that wall up for a long time and like i would talk to some friends and be like i don't know i'm just like i'm i'm afraid like what if he fucks up on me and then like i have to like explain myself and then certain friends would be like you don't need to explain yourself to nobody like shit happens if it doesn't work out it doesn't work out but it, it doesn't take away the being afraid it doesn't yeah. take away the like being scared that you know you're gonna jinx something and something's gonna go shitty like yeah. i have a lot of ptsd from my ex relationship Honestly, as you can tell i was in that well <laughs> you're fine. I, was, I was gonna say I w i'm kind of in the same boat as you like you know you know what happened with my relationship or whatever and we reconnected, but it's like, yeah. I would tell my friends, like, because we eventually do want to give it another shot. Like, I'm going to be for real with you. Like, we do want to try to give another mm -hmm. shot. But I tell my friends, like, I keep an eye on him. Like, the way he talks, the way he does things. It's like, because sometimes I'm just waiting for the other shoe to drop. And they're like, but if you really want exactly. to create something, you're going to have to let that go. You know, like, hey, like this girl. person came Who to you. Who you <laughs> And it's like, I can feel you. I'm with you right here. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And it's just kind of like, like, you know, I don't know. And then I've always been like, as long as I can remember, maybe it's dad's fault because I remember him telling me men are only going to want one thing from you. And, and then one once thing they get only. it, they're going to leave. <laughs> Yeah. Mm -hmm. That was daddy. So it's like we that's what we grew up on. And like <laughs> and like when I separated with Cord, dad was talking all kinds of shit. I'm like, you oh, couldn't yeah. tell me this while I was in the relationship. I'm like, you couldn't tell me goes, before my business. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I'm just like, bro, really? This this is what you're doing now? Like, come on now. <laughs> It's a little too late. Yeah, I know. But, um, and then, yeah. And then, like, he talks all this mess, but, like, if he sees one person, oh, hi, how are you? Like, mm -hmm. he, does that, he does that with my ex boyfriend. Like, like we're, we're friends, you know, we can get out sometimes. And he'll say, hi, Miko, how are you? I'm like, you were doing all this smack before. Where'd it go now? I know. Okay. Yeah, so it's just. <laughs> yeah so I'm just kind of like trying to <laughs> I'm like I'm trying to figure out myself and I'm trying to 
like this year, I really want to just not necessarily put it all out there, but like, I just want to live my life without the fear. I feel like that's the biggest thing. Like, I don't, Mm. I don't want to be afraid of anything. If my relationship falls apart, then it falls apart. If, you know, and and like, I feel like that's my biggest, it's not necessarily losing my relationship. It's losing my kids. I think that Mm. is like my biggest fear. Yeah. Because having like, it's just, I don't know, like that. I am so afraid of losing my daughters and not necessarily because I wouldn't be their mom anymore because I truly believe that Anthony's mom would find a way for me to see my kids. (laughs) Like she would (laughs) smuggle them to me if she had to. Like I truly believe that from the bottom of my heart that I would still find a way to see them maybe not as often as I would like, but I would still be a part of their life in one way or another. It's just the fact that I know that their life will be a lot different without me in it. And I'm not going to say that's going to be worse or it's going to be better without me in it. I'm just going to say that, that it'll be a lot different than what their life is now. Mm -hmm. And they've been through so much already that I... I am terrified, not just for myself, but for them as well. And so, but then I'm also to the point where I can't be afraid anymore. I can't walk like tiptoeing around life because then I'm not really living. And I want to trust. And I tell Anthony all the time, if you fuck me over, I'm probably going to hit you in my car. But, Mm -hmm. you know, it is what it is. (laughs) (laughs) It's like... He's like, shut up, whatever. And I'm just he like, no. Uh-uh. <laughs> He's like, yeah. So it's just kind of like trying to. Um, and for those people that are listening, don't think like I'm really gonna run my man over because I, I, I probably, I probably won't. <laughs> but That's I'm just bleed, saying. Okay? <laughs> yeah, I don't need no police reports. Um, <clears throat> this is all hypothetical. Yeah. <laughs> But, um, yeah, it's just, like, I don't want to live in fear. And that's, like, my biggest thing for, like, this year. I really want to, like, step out of my comfort zone and go for it. And if it fails, it fails. If it's successful, thank you, Jesus, you know, for blessing me. But Mm -hmm. I don't want to not live my life. And I feel like my life has been on pause pretty much. I feel like I haven't really given it my all since... I want to say that around the time that my grandmother passed away, like mm-hmm. it's been really hard for me, like to bounce back and like so many, so many life events happened in the last four to five years that it's been a struggle and I've lost myself and I am tired of it. I don't, I don't feel like I'm living. I don't feel like I'm living to my full potential. I don't feel like I'm doing everything that makes me 110% happy. Mm-hmm. Like I'm just kind of like mm, cruising through life and like, doing what I can and making sure everybody around me is good, making sure I'm showing up for everybody around me, but I'm like leaving myself in the back. Yeah. And I noticed that about you is that you're really, you're a big caretaker, but it's like, sometimes I wonder like, is she taking care of herself though? Like you're there for everybody and everybody needs you. And I have a friend, Mm -hmm. I have a friend that's kind of like that. Like he, ever since their mom passed away, he's been like, everybody's shoulder to lean on he's bailing people out of stuff all this and that but it's like at the end of the day your cup the liquid in your cup keeps getting less and less Mm -hmm. you know it's like 
at one point these people are gonna have to fend for themselves you know and i'm not saying that your kids have to fend for themselves you know because they're they're babies still but it's mm -hmm. like there's these things in your life that maybe you shouldn't be taking on fully you know like some people have to deal with these things on their own you know because at the end of the day if you're gone then what's gonna happen with them you know mm -hmm. and you're taking on all these things and what's happening to you you know like you yeah. keep boosting these people up but you keep your you keep going further down and down you know yeah i think um that's like the older sister syndrome <laughs> because i'm like always been like the one that you know i want to make sure you guys are all good and i want to make sure that my nieces and my nephews are all good and then it's like i know like being the oldest i i feel like sometimes I'm not the best example for you guys or sometimes I feel like like I don't know I don't know if it's just like pressure I put on myself I think it's pressure I put on myself but it's just like I don't feel like I'm doing everything I can for you guys and I'm not I don't know like I feel like I need to be a certain way and I need to make sure I'm there for you guys and I make sure that you guys are all good and it's not, and I probably would do this regardless because, you know, I love you guys and I love my nieces and my nephews and, you know, they're everything to me. So making sure you guys are good makes me feel good, but I do tend to like push myself to the back. And I, I don't think I really think about the effects it's having on me until I'm like in, in full depression mode yep. <laughs> and I'm like in the corner crying, like. And why am I crying? I don't know. But like when I get to that space where I'm just like breaking down and I feel so overwhelmed and I feel like I can't do more. And, and that also affects me. Like I have to like breathe and I have to be okay. <clears throat> yeah. I have to be okay with however things play out. I feel like if, if it comes down to it, I would hope that you guys all know that I will always be here. Like I will show up for whatever it is I need to show up. I'll pull up when I need to pull up. Like I would always be there for you guys. And mm -hmm. I, I think a lot of the times too, because I am so far away, I am afraid of like my connection with you guys getting lost. Or I feel mm -hmm. like I'm missing out on a lot. And I feel like I'm not as involved as I could be, or I feel like I'm missing out on the kids' lives, like the, my nieces and my nephews. Like, yeah. it's, it's a lot. And then sometimes I'll, I'll see like you post stuff of you and dad and like you and mom. And I feel like, fuck, I'm not there. I'm not, you know, I'm missing out on that. Yeah. So <clears throat> me being able to help quote unquote, as much as I can, I feel like that's my way of like still keeping a connection with you guys. Yeah. But I know, I know that it is like mental, like mentally hurting me. Yeah. Because and I, that's I understandable. can't. You know, like you're used to, you're used to always being around, you know, like, like, and when you did move away, it was like, it did feel like a, like a shift happened, you know, like, like, dang, she's not going to be around anymore. Like, like, it's not going to be the same. And of course, like, it's understandable that you want to you want us to feel like we're still here you know i mean of course we know that we can count on you but there's times like you know we're all grown like we 
we made these decisions and we have to deal with these decisions. And of course, you're going to be there for us. You're going to be there walking with us through it. Sometimes you might have to bail us out of something, but it's like, we know we can count on you, but there is that like, you are, you are farther away than what we wish. And I think maybe that did kind of affect all of us a little bit when you left. Like, well, sibling wise, mm-hmm. it was like, it was, you were, of course, the caretaker, you know, you're always there. So, like, what happens when you're not there? Mm-hmm. But again, that's where we have to figure that out for ourselves, you know, like, we can't always depend on you to solve everything for us. And I think that's that's a role mm-hmm. that you always feel like you yeah, have to fulfill, but you a, don't. It's been a transition. Yeah, and for all of us, you know, like, we're all we're all going through the same struggles you know trying to deal with stuff and trying to get used to stuff but i mean we know that we can count on you and you know we know you're there (laughs) yeah it's it's been it's been a struggle with everything in life and i feel like that's one thing too that like dad kind of like grilled into me at least is like we need to not rely on other people but I feel mm-hmm. like, especially like for my other sister and Tony and stuff, like I, I've always been like there. I've always been the mom when it comes to that side of the family. Yeah. Like, I feel like with me, you, Tony, and like mom Loretta, like she's always, she's been consistent in her life always. Mm-hmm. And like with my birth mom, she hasn't been as consistent. So mm-hmm. it's been, I've always taken on that role. Yeah, you have to stop. But at the same time, I do... Yeah, so at the same time, I do feel like I need to step back and let my birdies fly. (laughs) And, like, figure it out because I'm not going to be here forever. Like, we're... You know, we don't always have our parents forever. And it's it's time to kind of, like, let go. But it's very difficult Mm -hmm. to do so. So... I'm learning. Have, I'm trying. You have your other birdies to We're gonna change it up. Yeah. But honestly, me too. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it's 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 gonna be a process, and I think um, just putting myself first and like making decisions for myself and what really makes me happy will get me there. Um, but it's not easy. And mm-hmm. I struggle every day. And, you know, hopefully I can, with time, like, really figure out. Not, I don't think I'll ever know for sure, like, my identity when it comes to certain situations or, like, certain areas of my life. Like, mm-hmm. I don't feel like I'll ever have something, like, concrete to go off of. I feel like my emotions and my day-to-day living changes so much so regularly that to have something be what it is for the rest of my life, I don't think I'll ever get there. I think I'll always keep evolving and I'll always keep changing and I'll always keep growing. And hopefully it's all positive (laughs) and in a positive direction. Um, But I think that's life. Like that's the reality of life. Like things aren't black and white. Things aren't one way and one way only. Like life happens, things happen situations come up and we all go through something different all the time yeah. so it's not easy I mean, if they were if they were black and white if they were this way or that way life would be boring you know like i think 
the fact that we're able to change the fact that we're able to experience all these things kind of makes life a little bit more worth living because um there i mean not judging people you know but i am not the person that wants to live life with the same routine day to day you know like i want to experience a little bit of change every so often because it's like it's refreshing Mm-hmm. and then that kind of just brings us back to the beginning of the podcast where i really want to embrace my reality <laughs> And I want to embrace and be happy in the situations that I'm dealing with. And I want to know, like you said, it's not a forever situation. Like one thing I always say is don't make a permanent decision on temporary emotions. And Mm -hmm. I want to address that to the rest of my life. Like it's okay. It's okay for things to be different. It's okay for me to want something different all the time. It's okay for me to evolve. It's okay for me to go through the struggles. Like, it's gonna be okay (laughs) okay all right y'all we had technical difficulties i don't know what happened it like nope you're done (laughs) (laughs) i'm not sure what we were talking about but the point is that that, um 2023 we do things differently we're gonna move forward and um try to live our best lives whether it's perfect or not we're just gonna keep pushing forward and you know go with the flow and try to try to try to live <laughs> try to live our lives <laughs> i have no clue where it stopped recording <laughs> honestly me either but you know what, whatever What's yeah it is what it is um <laughs> so hopefully you guys caught some of that um hopefully where it cut off it kind of made sense um <laughs> we will yeah edit that into the best of our ability and hopefully <laughs> makes sense um but thank you so much for coming on the podcast i really appreciate you taking the time to talk to me i know you had homework to do um and i know this episode was like all over the place but that's pretty much my life (laughs) we didn't even talk about what you wanted to talk about i was like oh boy i know (laughs) yeah um i'll probably definitely have you back on so we can talk about that and like focus maybe at that time your your friend can come on and um we can really like dig deep into that um subject Mm -hmm. just because you know this this is what happens um i don't have other adult friends to talk to so clearly i had a lot to say i'm here we'll make this like a like a little routine a little i need a little distraction anyways because this semester is going to be rough (laughs) <laughs> sounds good um yeah we can definitely do that i'd be i'd be happy to have somebody to chit chat with and to share the struggles with because it ain't easy <laughs> but thank y'all for listening um if you guys have any questions concerns any topics you guys want to talk about definitely send them over to uh, more coffee please podcast at gmail.com um you guys can catch me on instagram and tiktok at marv coffee please podcast do you have your instagram or anything you want to share your socials honestly just my instagram it's xoxo dot joe underscore um joe is j-o of course on my underscore but yeah that's it (laughs) all right sounds good i'll go ahead and put her information down in the show notes um and yeah thank you again for coming on i love you and I will talk to the rest of y'all later. All right. Bye. Bye.